0: Hello, you guys, and welcome to The Secret Place. I am your host, Rachel Anderson, and together in this podcast, we will be pursuing a relationship with Jesus together. Go ahead and pause this episode and go before the Lord in prayer as we prepare to spend time with Him in The Secret Place. Hey guys, what's up? I hope you all are doing really great. This is my first podcast episode that I'm recording from coming back from Israel and I am super excited just to dive into some of the things that God taught me there and just some things that he stripped from me and things that I was held in bondage and blind spots in my life that he kind of showed and revealed to me. So uh, I'm not gonna dive into all of it on this podcast episode because it'd be way too long, but there are some key points and just some a story that I kind of want to share with you guys of what God did in my life and hoping that it will be able to encourage you guys in something if you're walking into something similar that I was and still am. So without further ado, let's get into this podcast. Okay, so just a little bit of a backstory. Before going to Israel, I think I shared a little bit about this in previous episodes, but I was really struggling with just the fact that my body was not where it's supposed to be, I guess, Um I've talked about it before, but I've had a back surgery, I've had knee surgery, and so I just didn't get great news before going to Israel about my back or even my knee, and so I was just dealing with a lot of pain and then just a lot of like confusion and miscommunications with doctors, and I kept asking God in prayer. I was like, God, why would you send me to Israel when I physically can't do anything, I was like, that does not make any sense to me. And I would be at the altar every Sunday having people pray over me and encourage me and just really fight for me on my behalf and intercede for me. And um yeah, so like going into Israel and that was kind of like a little bit of my mindset. And before, like I think a week before I was leaving for my plane, I spoke with my parents and um, some of my siblings and some friends, and also to God, I was just like, you know, if I could just climb a mountain, I would know I would be ready to go to Israel if I could just do it, and I never went, and I never climbed a mountain before going to Israel, but that's a little bit of the backstory, and now I can kind of fully dive in into the actual story of what God did. So on the second day, I believe, in Israel, I was getting a tour of the campus of where I would be staying and just getting from point A to point B. And in that whole period of time throughout that day, when I got back to my apartment, I checked my watch and I was like, oh, look at that. I walked seven miles today. And one, I have not walked seven miles since after, since before my back surgery. And so that and in and of itself, completely blew my mind, and I was like, wow, like, I never thought I would be able to do that again, let alone, like, be, like, yeah, I was in physical pain, but, like, not to the point where I was, like, on my knees in tears, um, and so fast forward, like, a week and a half into Israel, I had a free day where I didn't have to do anything, and I kind of wanted to take some time just to be with the Lord, really, just because I was in Israel, and I wanted to spend time with the Lord and I didn't really want to do any physical exertion either, so I got on a bus, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to the Mount of Olives, so I put my Bible in my backpack, my lunch, like everything I thought I would need, and I got on a bus to go to the Mount of Olives, and it took me two hours to get close to the Mount of Olives, but I never even got put on the Mount of Olives, and the funny thing is, it should have only taken me like maybe 30 minutes to get there um, by bus, and so... Yeah, I was like getting really upset and I ended up in this little Palestinian Arab neighborhood and I got off the bus there and I just started walking and I made it to like the foot of the Mount of olives and I was standing there and I looked up and I was like, you know what? I told myself that I was going to be on the Mount of Olives today, worshiping God. That is what I'm going to do. And so I started hiking up this mountain and not just you know, on the Mount of Olives, for goodness sakes. And, um, it was just so surreal because I was walking up and I was walking through like the tombstones of where the Bible says that the people will rise again in the end times when the Lord comes back and just stuff like that was so like absolutely amazing. And then as I started getting to like the halfway point, I was exhausted and I was getting kind of frustrated. I was like, you know what? All I wanted to do is not do anything. And I was complaining in my mind and complaining to God. And by the time I reached the top of the Mount of Olives and I sat down and I looked over the old city of Jerusalem and the Temple Mount, I just sat there and I had a wow God moment. And I call these wow God moments where God like truly like speaks to me and it's so clearly and it's like he reveals so much to me of what I've gone through or just like new ways of thinking and so I sat down and immediately I was just like I just climbed that mountain and I told God that if I could climb a mountain before coming to Israel I would be ready and that never happened and so That kind of got pushed to the back of my mind, but when I climbed the Mount of Olives, it came to the forefront of my mind. And I was just sitting there completely in awe because I realized that all the limitations that I believed I had were not limitations that God put on me, but they were limitations that I put on myself. And I was believing lies of, I can't do anything. Like, if I do something, I'm going to hurt myself even more than I already have. Or, like, God, why would I have to be in so much physical pain or possibly go through another surgery when I've already gone through all of this stuff? It shouldn't keep happening. And, like, I just want to live my life. And, like, these were all these thoughts that I had been having. And,. It was kind of like a battle between my mind and when I, like before I come into Israel, and for a long time actually. And so when I was sitting on the Mount of Olives and God was revealing this to me, I was just awestruck. And I was also really sad because I had let the enemy feed me so many lies and I didn't stop them. I let them keep coming and then I started believing them. And from that, I fell into bondage. And that moment was God like releasing the bondage, breaking the chains, and I just felt so much peace and relief as they were falling off of me. And yes, like I was still in physical pain, but I had done it. I did it. And I had been pushing my body to the limits where I never thought I'd be able to go ever again. And for me, and I, for anybody else out there who's ever gone through physical injuries or just medical and health stuff or seen a loved one go through it it's hard it's really hard because something that you should be able to rely on your body fails you and you're in pain every day and it's failing you and so yes we are to always rely on god absolutely hundred percent but when your body fails you you go through these waves of emotions and these feelings and these thought patterns. And sometimes you can get to the point where you ask, why me? Why does it have to be me? But you know, God uses our stories and like everything that we go through as a testimony of our faith. So we can share that with other people who are going through things that are really hard and help them get through those things as well. And I know that like, I've had people tell me this and I'm like, yes, 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 I know. But I just want it to be over. Um, And, you know... If that had happened and if my pain was over before I went to Israel, I wouldn't have this testimony of saying what he did for me and encouraging other people who feel like they're being held in bondage or for people who don't realize that they're in bondage. I'm able to share this testimony that God has just given me and help them through that. And for that, I am so thankful and I don't regret those like four months of like complete turmoil. I don't regret it at all. So about... I would say less than a week after this experience, I got really ill, and I had gotten salmonella poisoning, and I didn't really eat for three days, and I couldn't really drink for three days either because I couldn't hold any of it down, and I ended up in the hospital. And then for about a week, I was very sick and weak and everything, and it almost felt like the enemy was laughing at me and saying, you thought that you got past this, and you thought that your body was going to be okay, and you were getting over being in bondage. Well, guess what? You didn't, and it just really felt like a slap in the face, and so I was struggling really hard, and I kept asking. I was like, you know, God, help me. Help me. Jesus, help me, and I was putting scriptures on my wall and praying them when I would look over at them, and Just reminding myself that God is a way maker and He would make a way. And every time I would pray that scripture, it was like the enemy was like, nah, no. Like, you think that's what you believe, but that's a lie. And so I had reached out to friends, and my friends reached out to other friends, and they were praying over me and interceding for me. And that meant the world to me. But I think the thing that got me was that after all that God had did for me. And after I I felt those chains fall and I felt me break free from that bondage, the enemy came back even harder and was like, no, like that's not true. And you know, the enemy knows scripture. Like we see that when the enemy took Jesus and was tempting him, he was tempting him and fighting him with scripture. And so the enemy knows scripture And so it just felt like he was twisting a lot of it. And so I had to keep going back to the word and be like, okay, well, these are what, this is what I'm hearing. What does the Bible actually say? And it was just really hard for me when. I thought I had gotten free from bondage, and then I felt like I was falling back in. And I feel like this happens a lot of times with people with addiction, whether it's being addicted to somebody or believing lies constantly. And you feel those chains fall, and you're walking in freedom. And the next thing you know, the enemy slaps you in the face, and you feel like you're gonna fall right back down to where you were. And sometimes the enemy will try and drag you into shame, so you, so you get stuck, and you feel like you can't get back out. But that is a lie because that, like, that's what the enemy does. That is not the Lord. The Lord does not bring us to shame. He brings us to freedom. And so I guess some of my testimony to what happened in Israel for this story is that the enemy tried to bind me in lies and he did for a little while. And I believed them. But God gave me freedom. And if he can do that for me, he can do it for you. And you know, it really comes down to what are you partnering with? Are you partnering with the lies of the enemy that he's speaking to your head and saying yes, and I believe that, and of course, oh my goodness, and saying yes to the enemy and partnering with him? Or are you partnering with God and what his scriptures, his word says about you and who you are and who he is and his promises that do not change? So that's really what it comes down to. Who are you partnering with? And the second thing is look for your blind spots. Pray about your blind spots. Ask a friend who may know you really well and be like, hey, do you think I have any blind spots that I haven't noticed about myself? Because I heard a sermon while I was in Israel from my pastor at home and he did a sermon on blind spots. And after the sermon, I sat down, I was praying about it and I was like, yeah, like I know I probably have blind spots, but I don't know what they are. And When I climbed that Mount of Olives, I knew exactly what they were and God revealed it to me. And so really pray about your blind spots and ask God to show you, to reveal you or ask and ask a friend. So just do both of those things. And yeah, God's definitely got your back and he will, he will reveal it to you because he wants you to get better and he wants you to grow in your faith and he wants you to be closer to him because he's trying to draw you in and draw you near. So those would be like my two final things of this podcast episode. But yeah, I can't wait to continue to dive into more of what God taught me and to have some friends and family actually come onto to this podcast soon just to kind of share their stories and what God has been doing for them also. So thank you guys for giving this podcast a listen and I hope it blessed you. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast episode. It really means a lot to me. I pray that it impacted you in some way and just that this week you'd go before the Lord in his presence and spend time with him in the secret place. If you would like to follow the secret place podcast on Instagram, the Instagram handle is the secret place underscore podcast. Thanks again, you guys. And I just pray that you know that you are so loved, cherished, and valued.